This is the Pool Together Community Podcast. Pool Together is the world's number one no-loss prize savings account. You can visit pooltogether.com to deposit. You're listening to the Pool Together Community Podcast. I'm your host, Hot Mike, a.k.a. Tim, a.k.a. the sun is shining, the birds are singing, and it's getting cold in New York City. WTF. And I'm here with Mark and Dre from Quix. Welcome, people. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Excited to be here. Very, very excited. Thanks so much, Tim. Just love you guys in the Discord, popping in the Discord, get people coming in. Uh, we got a chat room going where people can ask questions. But really, what the internet is talking about right now, what crypto t- Twitter is talking about in a positive light is optimism. It's optimism. That's where the momentum is. That's where, especially for Pool Together, that's where the deposits are coming from. Uh, so I would love to uh, hear the origin story for both of you on crypto crypto how'd you get into it how'd you arrive at quicks and how did quicks like well how did quicks get started so origin stories for you and for the protocol yeah i can get that kicked off um so for me personally i have been a software engineer in california for a few years and i really got crypto pilled i guess during the pandemic i think of um in crypto, there's kind of like classes. So there's like the people who are involved in, if, if someone says they got in like 2013, it's like maybe they're in Bitcoin. And then, you know, ETH is like 2015 and ICOs are 2017. And I came in in the NFT wave in like 2021. Um, so pretty late, latecomer. And I started collecting NFTs on Foundation, actually. It was where I bought my first NFT. It was a one-of-one art NFT. And... Then, um, yeah, was so excited about the possibility of the technology that decided to start an NFT company in April 2021 uh, with a friend from college. And then shortly after that, Dre joined us and we've been doing NFT stuff ever since then. Dre, you want to hop in? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am also late to the game joining in about yet yeah, uh, like June 2021. Um Funny, my background is is in the music industry, um, particularly on like the the songwriting, publishing kind of producer side. Um, I was, you know, my interest in crypto and, and NFTs were really peaked uh, when I started, you know, to see all the applications that were coming out for the music industry. Um, I thought it was going to be a really cool way to to help, um, you know, put power back into the hands of creators. I loved the ideas of what were possible royalties and things like that. So. Um, what people don't know uh, often is that uh, before Quix, we were a music uh, NFT platform, uh, or we had a, a, a couple music NFT platforms, uh, one of which called Fanbase, another called Music Fund. Um, so I had jumped on the team uh, to help with the, the music platforms. And if you had told me I'd be doing layer two marketplace solutions, uh, you know, before I started, or even, you know, a couple months into when I started, I would have said, you're absolutely crazy. But uh, so is such as how it goes in the, the crypto world. So, um, it's been a, a great ride so far and, uh, yeah, relatively new to the game. So why would it, why would they be crazy if somebody was t- telling you that? Cause you thought that you were going to be music NFTs through and through ride or die. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, the concept of a layer two, um, everything I am, I was not like a crypto guy, you know, wasn't too intense. Didn't, didn't know too much. Definitely have gotten into NFTs. I'm still, 
uh, a little behind the curve on DeFi, which actually pulled together has been an awesome intro to that for me. Uh, shout out to you guys. Thank you very much. Um, and yeah, Mark has generally been uh, my Morpheus, as I like to call it. He's definitely crypto built me um, and been, been my mentor in this space. So uh, it's been been great to learn under him. So you guys are all in, in great hands getting to learn from Mark because I'm fortunate I get to do it every day. But um, you know, he's, he's chock full of, of great info. So I'm a musician as well. I love, uh, I do like weird synthesizer stuff. I also do like silly songs for the Wassies. And with music NFTs, I think like one of the main things I want to see is not skeuomorphic music NFTs, meaning NFTs that mimic track album traditional ways to do music. I love like stems and and like the ability to kind of like invite other collaborators and have different derivatives. And AI music is cool. I've really been pushing on live performance. So at NFT NYC, I gave a 10 minute presentation. I created a little synth patch and then I ran around the audience and I recorded people singing to the synth patch. And uh, some people like even shilled their own projects and stuff. I still haven't published this NFT yet, but I like that kind of stuff. Like what's the weird, wild, wacky stuff that probably won't take off, but how can music NFTs um, be that? So uh, what are your thoughts, Dre, on music NFTs as as the current landscape exists? First off, that's awesome. Definitely gonna need to see that that link or at least that NFT when it, when it comes out. That sounds very, very fun. Would have loved to have been there. Um, yeah, I think it's funny. I'm I'm a little removed from the space right now, so I don't know all the latest and greatest on music NFTs, but um I'm personally, you know, very interested in the ways that we can capture like fandom. Like for me at the end of the day, a lot of value in music comes down to like I'm a music lover and when I was, you know, in 8th grade, I would be scavenging the internet for you know, unheard of remixes that I could go show to my friends on the bus on the way to school and like be the guy that found those. Uh, I think with streaming, we lost a lot of that. Obviously, you know, you can still claim what you found, but there, there's like a sense of ownership with your your personal collection. Obviously with vinyls, that was a really cool thing. Um, and we, we've, you know, the more access we've gotten has been things have strayed away from that a little bit. So I would love to see a way in which fandom definitely becomes my whole my biggest uh, draw towards the music NFT space was with making fandom reciprocal um, and how you know we do so much we give artists so much of our time and um, fans are happy to do so but I think it's really cool um, the the potential applications in which we can uh, share a bit of that pie like I know Royal is, is probably one of the best examples of of sharing royalties. Um, it's funny, a lot of things sound great on paper. And then when you actually get into the distribution of if I own 0.1% of a royalty and I'm making 0.0006% uh, or it's 0.006 cents per stream on on Spotify, then uh, you know it, it maybe doesn't work out. You don't share as much of the pie as you think. But I also think that can be really beneficial for the music industry when, when people start to see um, you know maybe some of the, the glaring inefficiencies that are there. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully be able to to solve some issues there. So long-winded way of saying, uh, you know, not entirely sure yet. I, I know some of the companies are doing really cool things, um, but yeah, would love to see how it applies to fandom, and then um, obviously direct uh, solutions for some of the the issues that we have. No, I love that. And I love thinking about it as merch. Like, the, who are the artists that I really love and support enough? 
to buy their merch, even like at a show or IRL. I'm always trying to connect, uh, you know, crypto stuff with like, I call it touching, touching grass. I know touching grass is stop looking at a computer, but I also love <laughs> the idea of crypto touching grass, like it actually having implications and applications for the real world. And I love that I could just like walk up to a merch table of my favorite artists in a like a 60 person concert, you know, and get their NFT because I went to their show, something like that. That that's also very powerful. But again, it's not like technically the direction that I see the majority of music NFTs going. Right. And I think, you know, something too, I saw one time that NFTs are are the new CRM. And I thought that was really cool in terms of like uh, customer relation manager where, you know, in 20 years, if, if I want to know everyone that was at my show at the Staples Center, uh, you know, in 2022, I can do that and, and directly give them uh, something for being there or give them a discount on, you know, the, the reunion tour or something like that. And I think, you know, a lot of these applications are, are yet to be seen and, uh, they're, they're limitless. I know. I mean, another thing I'll mention too, is there's a lot of issues with like metadata in the music industry and how, if I want to collect my royalties, I mean, like, you know, Jay-Z took the hyphen out of his name and that creates like an administrative nightmare for people um, and for like the systems that are currently in place. And, you know, if you're Jay-Z, people can figure that out for you. But if you're, if you're a regular artist and you want to change your name or something like that, like it becomes a total nightmare. And I'm hoping that NFTs with, with, you know, verifiable, you know, proven transactions on the blockchain can, can help solve some of those, you know, maybe more uh, direct issues. We live in a hyphenless Jay-Z world now. That's just, uh, that's news to me. I'm, my artist name is Tim, but that I is an exclamation mark because it's upside down. How clever is that? But Spotify won't <laughs> let me do the exclamation mark. So I'm just Tim on Spotify. Stream, st stream me right now. But let's get back to Quicks because you are doing the Lord's work, Quicks, because I talked to all of these NFT projects that are mainnet only. They're mainnet maxis. And I, as a pull together BD rep, I'm like, hey, NFT community, you've got a treasury. Why don't you like delegate your prizes from those stables sitting in pool together, put it in pool together, delegate it to your holders and give them like instant like reward for being a community member, for being a holder, for not flipping, you know? Um, and a lot of these mainnet projects are like, oh, <laughs> Polygon, Avalanche, or Avalanche, you know, Optimism. No, 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 it's gotta be mainnet only. And mainnet is, is um, you know, a little difficult because of the gas fees most of the time. And so, but we've got this blossoming community of NFTs uh, on optimism. And uh, and so anyway, it's just getting NFT collectors off of mainnet onto layer twos. How do you do that? Yeah, I can speak to that a little bit. And actually, that was kind of one of the main reasons uh, that we pivoted from music NFTs to layer twos is that basically all music, a lot of them are on Polygon today um, because it's cheaper. Um, and but then it like is less interoperable with the rest of the nft ecosystem um and DeFi ecosystem so we were like maybe before mass adoption of like really consumer facing nfts happens like we need layer two adoption so we've been trying to drive layer two adoption for mainnet collections i think that there is it's like totally fine uh to be to wait for these networks to become lindy because there's so many of them so and it's hard to differentiate um, 
between like an avalanche and a polygon and an optimism, even though they, they all have pretty different security models. What we've been focused on is first building an optimism NFT community that stands by itself. Um, that's like kind of because bridging things is hard and kind of because um, one really interesting thing actually is if if Rainbow Wallet added support for Arbitrum NFTs, Optimism NFTs, and Polygon, they asked like a poll of like which uh, community everyone liked the best. And Optimism and Arbitrum had like the best community kind of engagement on those tweets and Polygon had the worst, even though Polygon has the most adoption. And um, my take is that basically these chains like each have a culture of their own and it's really important to build that culture and that will help them like succeed in the long term. Um, and like Polygon currently has a reputation of being like cheaper ETH kind of, which is like not a great culture um, versus like Arbitrum and Optimism. It's like more like fun and there's like a public goods message behind Optimism. So I think building a great ecosystem is step one. And then we're also working on a ERC721 NFT bridge from mainnet to Optimism. And we're working on designing our platform to help people bridge their NFTs and like still have like a unified view of the collection if you have chosen to bridge your NFT. So I saw a Twitter quiz, Twitter poll that asked the question, if you bridge a punk from mainnet to optimism, is it worth the same? What's the answer? The answer is it is worth the same. Um, and the reason for that is it is, if it's not worth the same, you can just bridge it back. So if you think that you're going to be able to sell it for more on mainnet, uh, you just bridge it back. So there is today a bit of a window that you have to wait to bridge NFTs back. So the value could slightly diverge, but you can think of a punk, a truly bridged punk on optimism as like a future on a punk on mainnet, of that exact punk on mainnet. So yes, is the answer. Uh, Same I, something I, I was going to add there too is his, a lot of the value you see on collections is kind of indicative of, of just the trade value in general and something, you know, that was kind of a, an unfortunate outcome of, of what I like to refer to as the gassing where, uh, you know, gas fees went, went crazy on layer one was a lot of, you know, smaller collections kind of died down in their trade volume because it just became, it, it was, it wasn't worth it to trade an NFT for 0.05 ETH when, uh, gas fees are 0.1 ETH and things like that. It just, wasn't wasn't making a lot of sense so ideally the liquidity that comes with you know 10 cent gas fees uh is gonna help bring a lot of value back into um nft collections that have lost it and and maybe even surge you know some some blue chips that we've seen well it also would encourage fractionalization right i mean if you're able to take like a maybe like a lower level blue chip nft fractionalize it you're buying you know one one hundredth of a doodle or something, and maybe gas costs wouldn't be ideal. But but if you bridge to layer two, I mean, oh yeah, sure, I can have a piece of this blue chip blue chip NFT, and it's you know at the five ten dollar level where gas makes sense on optimism, where it wouldn't make sense elsewhere. I think I think that Twitter quiz. Now that I'm thinking about it, there was something about but you couldn't bridge back. It's like permanent bridging. Um, is that a thing? It is not a thing for us. So on a technical level, the way the bridge uh, that we're designing and for people who are curious, um, our team is contributing this ERC721 bridge, the Optimism code base, and it just finished its audit with Open Zeppelin. So um, that was a long process, but worth it. Um, basically, we lock the layer one in a T in escrow. 
and then mint an NFT on Optimism. And that NFT on Optimism can be passed around. And then at any point, the owner of it can burn it on Optimism and release the layer one NFT. Um, so that's kind of how it works. You can imagine it as an analogy of like keys and boxes. So it's kind of like if the L1 NFT is like big and clunky, you like put it in a box, lock it, and then the key is the Optimism NFT and you can pass around the key much more cheaply because uh, it's less bulky. But if you're ever, you know, not confident in, if you don't want it to be an Optimism anymore, you just unlock the unlock the box and get it back. Which the, the NFT... Sorry, I was just the NFT on, on Optimism is also totally identical to the NFT on, on Ethereum. And uh, my understanding as well is, is because of Optimism's EVM equivalents, uh, it's a pretty pretty easy code update where, you know, let's say you have uh, the, the board ape uh, dev team wants, it, wants to make it so that the L2 NFTs will be compatible with their gated uh, website or gated game or something, token gated game or something like that. Um, it's a pretty easy update for their devs to to make it compatible with the Optimism NFTs in addition to the the L1. And something with like the pool token that we're experiencing is like as we have pool token on different chains layers, then um, the voting is very difficult. And so specifically for NFT projects like nouns, which would be awesome, right? If somebody bridged a noun over to Optimism, uh, although there are derivatives, you know, but but like an actual you know, tried and true noun, then wanted to vote or wanted to participate in governance. There's also that trickiness. Is that is is there a solution for that? That's going to come down to, I guess, the tooling that people are using for voting. Um, but if it's all EVM chains, which like Optimism is, and I think most people bridging, like pool together, I think it's only on EVM chains. Um, uh, it should be like uh, pretty eventually <laughs> pretty easy to uh, verify your ownership across chains. Um, but I, I know, for example, like Optimism Collective, the governance organization um, that we're a delegate of, actually. So we're we're both a marketplace and we're also one of the um, top five largest delegates for the Optimism governance process. We do everything on Snapshot, and um, you know, Snapshot supports Optimism. Um, I'll have to check to see, you know, other DAO tooling uh, platforms, but we've had a pretty easy time so far. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know that Pull Together is working on like cross-chain governance solutions just because of that specific issue uh, with us. And then also, I mean, then you go one layer deep. I want to do stuff with my pool tokens. Like I would want to do stuff with my NFTs. Um you know, like collateralization, um, you know, just whatever that would then disqualify me for governance. And that's also ideally a solution, but enough about governance. Tell me about quicks. You're, you're the spot for NFTs on optimism. Um, how's it going? What do you have planned in the future? What's going on? Yeah, this is a, an exciting week for us in particular. Um, so this is the beginning of the Optimism Quest, which Pool Together is participating in, right? Um, I, totally I think you can end up, yeah, there's like an NFT you can win for trying out Pool Together. So definitely go get that. Um, we're also in the month of September releasing our own NFTs to reward people in our community who have been with us through different events. 
And all this buzz has led this past week to uh, like our highest volume and activity ever on the platform. Um, so very much like uh, OP Summer or L222, as they call it. Um, yeah, it's going really well for us. In terms of what we're looking forward to, today we're mostly just a secondary marketplace to trade NFTs on Optimism, but in very shortly, we're hoping to help L1 collections scale with our bridge, which will be deployed on Optimism mainnet very soon. Um, and the idea there is that if you have an L1 NFT collection, we'll show that in your profile or like in your inventory on Quicks. Um, but we'll still keep all the activity on Optimism. So if you list it for sale, for example, um, you can list it for sale and without bridging it. And then someone can purchase it on Optimism and it will get bridged at the time of sale. So that way, if you're a seller of an NFT, you can sell on OpenSea, LooksRare, X2Y2, and Quicks, for example, um, without, you know, while it's on mainnet. And then the buyers can have access to that liquidity on mainnet. Uh, so that's one product innovation that we're excited about. We're also really bullish on reputation and like badge style NFTs, kind of like PoApps. We think that this is a breakout use case for layer twos because you might not want to pay L1 gas fees for an NFT that might not have a lot of financial value, but a lot of NFTs are valuable even if they don't have a high floor price or don't have a floor price at all. So PoApps you know, are an example. They don't really have a floor price or a high floor price because like they're they're meant to say something about the holder, right? It doesn't mean a lot if I sell my PoApp to someone else who wasn't at the event. Um, so we're working on a badge launch pad and uh, a badge rank system so you can show off all your um, your badge style NFTs. And when I say badge, I really just mean something that you earned rather than purchased. So maybe you contributed to a GitHub or achieved a certain level in a video game or just came to this Discord town hall. The, uh, I'll mention one other thing too that Tim kind of uh, briefly alluded to when you're talking about... Uh, collections using their treasuries and, and using those for rewards is uh, where we're very much proponents of the composability aspects of optimism. We think it's one of the, the coolest use cases that that we'll see a lot of innovation with and we're most excited to see um, really get taken advantage of moving forward. Um, so we'd like to you make the marketplace a bit more usable um, for collections, you know, if they want to do, I don't know if, if governance is, is exactly what we want to jump into, but uh, they want to, you know, use their tokens, use their treasury um, kind of within the, the platform. We'd love to help in, in ways that make it even easier for them to do in, in one place. So uh, a lot of potential things on the horizon, but we're really excited to, to get building. Yeah, I love to see. So you're I'm thinking of like kind of like the three pillars for Quicks is like one pillar is new NFT projects on Optimism, right? So like native optimism nft projects the second one being main nets pri primarily but even anywhere else right it's a bridge so but but yeah correct me if i'm wrong but mainnet or others can bridge to optimism uh and so that's like another project or or a place of growth for quicks and then the third column is this explorer that section which i'm looking at your volume and like people are actually trading the early optimists and the optimistic explorer badges 
And so these are actually like kind of hot stuff right now. There's like, you know, 97 ETH worth of trading on the Optimistic Explorer. So those are, am I right in saying those are kind of like the three places of growth for quicks or, or, or lines of business? Yeah. And I can even dig into that third category a little bit. We're really excited that Rabbit Hole is partnering with us to do uh, like a Rabbit Hole Explorer NFT. And both on the Optimistic Explorer, Explorer which uh, was a project run through the Optimism uh, Labs and the Rabbit Hole Explorer, you get to pick what you're interested in and mint that. And that is like kind of a form of personal expression a little bit. Um, so one way that I see NFTs going is I want NFTs to plug into platforms. Um, so the platforms like better adapt to user needs. So on the Optimistic Explorer, you can pick from five categories that you're interested in. So like gaming, DeFi, governance, and public goods are some of the categories. And so if you pick the DeFi category for Optimistic Explorer, when you visit a Web3 site, it should... One cool thing about Web3 is like you connect your wallet and your stuff comes with you and, and your identity comes with you. You're not like a completely new person. Uh, like you are in Web 2. Um, and so I, I hope that platforms like look at your Explore NFTs and say, oh, like Mark likes, you know, gaming and NFTs. So we're going to show him stuff about that. Um, or like Mark is like very experienced um, or, or not very experienced. <laughs> Maybe it's like Mark's not doing much, you know, DeFi stuff. Uh, so we're going to like recommend him some stuff. Um, so I'm hoping like NFTs plug into like kind of all Web3 sites as a way to figure out what someone wants, basically. So you're basically saying NFTs as cookies. We earlier before ta we talked about NFTs as metadata, but NFTs as cookies so to where you're like experiencing a tailored experience based on your interests for whatever, like for any dApp or for any Web3 experience. So I just bought a Motorheads. Hello on Quick uh, on Quicks. User experience was, Great choice. was chef's kiss. It was mwah. It was so good. But uh, there's like a cool story behind Motorheads as well. Dre, you were saying? Tell me again. Yeah. This time yeah. on the record. Right. For those who missed it. Um, no, so Motorheads collection is by one of the uh, members of the Optimism team. He's an awesome graphic designer. And uh, he was really looking to tap into the, you know, nostalgic elements of, of uh, his childhood, I think. Uh, he's, he's somewhere between 20 and 30. So we, we share, we're in the same age range and, you know, played, played Game Boy growing up. Um, and, uh, so yeah, he wanted to tap into that was kind of the design. And then he's very inspired by the Frank Ocean alternative album cover or alternate album cover for the blonde album, uh, which is like, I believe Frank, um, with like this really cool motorcycle helmet on there. Uh, and then also, um, Daft Punk as well. So all these those kind of like cool helmet looking things um, that, that he tapped into. So just a cool collection with a cool, fun backstory I thought. And, and the art was awesome too. So it all all came together and it was it's cool to see. It was, you know, just another example of how, it, you know, it is still a relatively young ecosystem, but um, the more collections we see kind of start to prove it more and, and, and seeing that like art collections can could still gain traction even though they're on optimism or on layer two um with with no attached utility but people just like to trade and collect them uh was awesome to see so 
yeah, that's that's the the backstory as far as I know it in terms of motorheads. But yeah, really cool collection. Now I want like I don't even have a motorcycle, but I want the helmet that I have now. That would be like so sick to have. Right, I want the uh, the sunglasses that my OptiPunk has too. But I don't know if I'll, I could wear those in public. Get made fun of. Well, now I need to get an OptiPunk. Jeez, you just you just roping me in here. I love it. Slippery so, slopes. <laughs> Yeah, it is optimism and NFTs. I love it. I don't. I don't really have. I uh, like my my NFTs that I have are play to earn on Polygon. Basically, I've created a bunch of music NFTs on on Polygon. But for a mainnet NFT community, that was kind of like, uh, do I even have a Polygon wallet? And then and then like my main NFTs are on mainnet still. I do have some on Arbitrum, and uh, and now I'm getting some on Optimism. So I'm I'm excited about that. Also. We got to announce that at least like a little bit of alpha is that pull together and quicks are going to do a little a little uh, campaign together a little um a little you know nft claimable thing when you use pool together so we don't have a an official launch date right now but i i don't think we do but it's soon tm yes soon soon tm and and to jump into that pillar of, of badges and claimable NFTs, I think it's it's going to be really cool to have a killer lineup of, of companies doing their their claimable badges on on Optimism here. So super excited to have pool pool users uh, be able to jump on and claim an NFT. And uh, fingers crossed, something you know there, there may be some some utility in there too. I'm not you know this is this is unconfirmed alpha. I'm I'm purely speculating here. So uh, yeah, really excited to to work with you guys on that and and uh, get get your users some nfts on optimism because it's it's one of those things too where until you've like claimed an nft on optimism or bought your first nft or sold your first nft where you go and you you click on your metamask and you see the point oh 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 five you know gas fee on there uh that you don't really feel how cool it is similar to, to like getting your first nft in general i remember i didn't really get it until i owned my first nft in my wallet and i could see it um, it's a really cool feeling to to make that first jump to optimism. So if pool together can help people do that, you know, we're we're super excited for what that means. And there I wonder if you guys can help me with this because we're doing these campaigns that are quests. You mentioned rabbit hole. We're doing one currently with project or we're with uh, Galaxy and Optimism. Uh, which we had mentioned earlier. And you know, we'll have a requirement where it's like deposit twenty dollars and then claim your NFT. And we're seeing a lot of people will just deposit, grab the NFT and, and, you know, get withdraw again, you know, which is still good because they've experienced the ease of use of pull together on optimism. Like you just see the speed, the cheapness of it, and you can get your money right back right there. There's no punishment. There's no staking. There's no fee that, you know, there's, there's, it's no loss. It truly is no loss. But we're trying to think of ways to keep, like how do you get those people to deposit and then keep it there for a while just to like experience winning prizes on Optimism, but also other airdrops or things that could happen. And so that's an encouragement to the you podcast listener. If you're claiming these Optimism NFTs with Pool Together and uh, Galaxy or with Pool Together and Quicks, you got it. You want to hold on to those NFTs, but then you also want to stay deposited to experience the fullness of that NFT. And then hopefully, it's, you know, it's like a cookie and then another little cookie. But then you get to experience the community that is pulled together. And that's the that's the real cookie. 
just like I would assume, like with Quicks, how does one get involved in the Quicks community? What's what's the uh, you know Web three? It's all about community. You got to have community. So, what's the easiest way to get involved with Quicks? Well, uh, so we well you go ahead, Mark. Yeah, well, I had a another. Well, everyone here, if you're able to claim the Optimistic Explorer NFT, so if you go to Optimism Onboarding, you can claim an NFT there. Um, and then I was going to say Twitter and Discord, or you can buy an NFT and you know join one of the communities. And one thing is that NFTs and Optimism are at a much lower price point than you're going to find on mainnet uh, Ethereum. So you can join like the Motorheads community for like fifteen dollars. I don't know, Dre. Um, yeah, I was also going to mention our our physical newsletter that we send out once a month. Just kidding, we don't do that. Just uh, <laughs> yeah, Twitter and Discord no. is, as you. Leave your mailing address. If you did that, yeah, could you oh imagine? That's right. Web yeah. store is just but you, have, you have to subscribe via post as well. So you have to mail, uh, <laughs> send a letter to our PO box. Um, maybe we will do that. But uh, yeah, I was, was going to mention a, a bunch of things there. Um, one of which is like our OPOG series, which we you know called a non fungible token of appreciation for our community. Like we're going to continue to make these. They've been really cool so far and a really big hit amongst our, our community. Um, so yeah, as long as you're, you're involved and, and making things happen um, and, and, and staying around, we'll, we'll continue to release those, um, which, you know, we'll, we'll see how, what that turns into, but uh, absolutely have further plans to do that. And then, yeah, Tim, you, you, you kind of alluded to it, but um my biggest, you know, job as 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 BD rep over here too is to improve the ecosystem and to relate it to music again. You know, you had your favorite artists, but at the end of the day, you know, you love their music and you keep coming back because you can sit with your headphones in and and just enjoy the 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 music that's there or or the communities that are there too around them. But you really just enjoy the experience that is consuming that artist and consuming that music. So I've uh, tried to translate that to you know, where or help to foster. And ultimately it does boil down to the collections and the communities. Um, and they've done an incredible job of fostering a, a just absolutely incredible ecosystem here already. Um, but yeah, where we can, we're just trying to improve the experience um, on our marketplace for NFT communities and collections in general, where when you, you know, try it out, you're going to have a lot of, and, and sorry, when you try it out and you, you claim your first NFT, you're going to have a lot of places to look and communities to join and, and things to check out where then you go, all right, you know, the value is not just in the trading. It's not just in the the floor pumping. And and the, the although we are believers that the best play to earn game ever created was, was just trading itself. Uh, Mark coined that term. However, um, uh, you know, the, the value will be in the communities and in the collections and you'll have a lot to do on chain here. So yeah, long winded way of saying just trying to develop, uh, as much as much fun of an experience as we can. Okay, favorite NFT project. You have to pick one. Go. Oh man. I mean, you have oh, to oh, give me a second. Yeah. Well, I I obviously like the Cryptovania community. I'm a wizard in my profile picture here. Um, I also love Board Town, which is a uh, a bunch of animal ghosts from our Thai community on Optimism. This is hard. How do you pick a favorite child? Um, <laughs> yeah. I so know. There, it's yeah. Just like... There's actually a Solana NFT that I, no, I'm just kidding. No. Um, <laughs> uh, first, I'm all right. You know, gun to my head, if I have to pick, I love the uh, the Dragonia collection. Um, they they were kind of like the first sort of functioning on chain game we had seen from 
the optimism community. It's sort of like a, a rock, paper, scissors where, you know, you have your dragon trainer, they are, are of a certain element. And then, you know, you have certain dragons in your deck of water, earth, and fire, and you kind of play one against another, um, another dragon that, that you're playing against. And then, you know, you earn uh, experience points on chain as a result. And then those are turned into season rewards and they're doing multiple seasons. So yes, my, my vote's going to go with Dragonia right now. I love, love the vibe they've got there and their team has built something pretty cool that you can use today. That's so good. I, I, uh, this art on the uh, board town is so nice. It's really cool. Anyways, I'm pulling up all those Great. So uh, we're going to wrap up here, but I want to know anything that we have not addressed yet that we should. You get final word, quick smash. Get ready for L222 and scaling NFTs and uh, Everin goes, is it staking on pool together? Is that the term? Or pooling? <laughs> Your savings. Yeah, you're just save. You save and you win. So savings account. You save. So save on pool together and then get the pool together NFT on quicks. And also if you're a developer, consider building experiences on top of these badges and explore NFTs. So if you're a developer, make something with the pool together quest NFTs. Love it. Dre? Yeah. Just, just, you know, uh, if you're interested in staying up to date, uh, join our, our discord and follow us on Twitter. Um, yeah. A lot of really cool things in the works from the bridge to the pool together NFT. So um you know please please come join us on uh spreading the good word of, of optimism and optimistic nfts here so thanks so much for getting us on and uh what a great time and i've got a little bit of alpha for you oh pool together community podcast listener and pool together depositor you can just swing those those prizes that you're winning on optimism right into quicks and buy some nfts get a little get a little nft money in your pocket in your wallet well, thanks so much, Dre. Thanks so much, Mark, for being on the pod. It's been awesome. And uh, we'll, we'll keep talking. We'll keep uh, schmoozing and see what else we can come up with. Thanks so much. It's been Beautiful. awesome. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Pool Together Community Podcast. You can visit pooltogether.com to deposit. And we'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode. So visit the Pool Together Discord and let us know.